With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Apremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp. Nineteen seventy two undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram and Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I'm joined alongside Rich Van Zant as we uh, recap the Miami Dolphins uh, Week 11, and it's another victorious week for the Miami Dolphins as they travel north to MetLife Stadium and defeat the New York Jets 24-17, bringing them to a three-game winning streak now and bringing their record to 4-7. Um, so obviously we're much different last few weeks than uh, than we had to put up with uh, before this. Um, obviously this roller coaster season continues and this team is streaky if nothing else. Um, so take that with a grain of salt. Um, but uh, the Miami Dolphins, you know, would, I guess you would say an impressive victory. I mean, obviously the New York Jets are one of the bad teams in the NFL and, uh, and their defense certainly is is below subpar. So um you know that being said, you know, you you, you take it uh as you get it. But um needless to say there were some good things that went on um and uh we'll recap that. Uh, your stat line of course uh Tua 27 for 33 273 yards. He had two touchdowns. He did have the one interception early, which was pretty ugly, but um, they were able to uh, obviously recover and move on from that. Uh, Your leading rusher on the ground was Gaskin, who had uh, 23 uh, attempts for 89 yards. Uh, And then uh, Duke Johnson, uh, of note, I say that for Rich. uh, uh, Rich is a big Duke Johnson fan, which will let everybody know. Four rushes for 18 yards, and uh, and then you had uh, uh, Mac Hollins uh, with his biggest uh, game of his career, uh, the captain, uh, two receptions for 72 yards and the one big touchdown, of course. And uh, the Jalen Waddell uh, watches uh, eight for 65 yards, which I must say seems to be consistent for him. I mean, if I go back and I look at, at all of his games, um, I don't remember him necessarily breaking 100, uh, but – He's pretty consistent around, you know, uh, he doesn't get shut out. And, um, 
you know, he, he's a very consistent player. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than that. We're still waiting for that big explosion uh, play and to see some more of his speed, which we almost saw. But um, it, it is what it is. And then uh, from the other side of the ball, uh, Joe Flacco actually got the start. Uh, so uh, they, they, they chose to uh, go with him. Wilson obviously still injured, and um, he, he comes in at 24 for 39, 291 yards. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions. be honest with you, I thought he played fairly well. He took some real hard shots. I mean, he's a veteran guy, you know, and, and, and he is what he is. But, um, you know, I, I mean, I don't know if that they could have expected any more from him there. And then uh, Michael Carter uh, was their leading uh Rusher, nine rushes for 63 yards, and uh, Elijah Moore was their leading receiver, and he had uh, eight for 141, and really had the big play in the game for them. He had that 62-yard touchdown, uh, which was uh, which was a monster play. So that that is what it is. 24-17, they go, uh, you know, four wins now. And uh, Rich, I have to say. Uh, it's going to go unnoticed with with a lot of people. I thought the big play of the game, maybe the biggest play of the game, came very early. And it came on a third and four at the six-yard line, and Patrick Laird uh, gets a pass. Well, I'm going to let you call him Laird. We call him Laird, but uh, uh, makes makes a catch and and, and basically outmaneuvers two guys to get a – Huge first down there, uh, which continued the drive, and then Waddle wound up scoring. I thought that was one of the bigger plays of the game, and and you know the guy only got one one attempt, but you know he made it he made it count. Yeah, there's no question. You know, you know Akeem wouldn't have done it. <laughs> you know, that's for sure. Or Akbon, whatever his name is. You know, no, he would have been he would have been slaughtered at the at the first hit. He would have went right down. So yeah, that was a great play of the game. And, you know, you missed one of the biggest breaking news stories of the day. Well, that's what I got you for. Miami Dolphins are now 56-55-1 against the Jets. We have taken back the lead of the all-time series. That is that is big news, my friend, and I'm very glad you brought that up because I know it was going back and forth, and that is big news. And at any time, you know, we've said it before, you know, this, is, this has become a Super Bowl almost, and I, I actually heard some people talking today in the Miami area talking about how great it is every year to beat the Jets, that the Jets are number one still. Beating the Jets just carries a whole different stigma, even for people who don't live in the New York area. I think it's something extremely game, special. There's a three-game winning streak now, believe it or not. And, and, and of course, they're, they're, they're at that point in the schedule where it gets a little easier. They will have the Jets again very shortly at home. So yes. they can really solidify this maybe for a little bit of time here. <laughs> <laughs> we can put some distance in between and yeah, a little bit, a <laughs> little bit. <laughs> yeah, so there's that, and uh, you know, I, I thought Tua played well. You know, I mean, he, he, he the offensive line still has a lot of problems, and the man's always under duress. Uh, it's a very difficult spot for him to be in. He seems like he perseveres, though, uh, with everything that's yep. been thrown at him. So that's a good sign. You gotta like that. I'd like to see him run a little bit more. You know I hate running quarterbacks, but I'd like to see him, like, he seems like he gets caught up in the pocket too much. Like, he doesn't – I guess he's got to learn, he like, a little more maneuver in there. Because, you know, it looks – listen, you know, when he was with Alabama, he had, like, you know, an hour and a half every time he dropped back. 
You know, yeah. that offensive line was awesome, you know, in college. And, you know, so he's you not know, I agree. like, you know, yeah, like I agree with you when you say that. I, I do. I agree with you. But I have to say, that's the one time where I actually think, like you say, that the injury is still in my mind. And, and, and I just always worry. No, not yeah. his mind. I'm saying my mind. Oh, oh I, I just, okay. Yeah, like any time like he, he you know, starts going off, because, of course, that's how he did get injured. And any time he starts going off, you know, I, I agree. I like it, and I think there's a lot there, and, 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 and that could become a, a much bigger part of his game. But there's that one part of me that just kind of tightens up every time I see him do it. So I guess if he did do that more – I would be a little bit concerned just from the injury standpoint of it, and you. you know he he doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to end runs. I, I just the one thing I gotta say he does not know how to slide, and he doesn't know how to end no. runs without taking a hit no. or making it very awkward, and that's a problem. I mean, it is a problem, you know. Uh, RG three, you know, got out of the league quick because of that. It, it's just. It's the kind of thing that, you know, if you're going to run or scramble, you have to learn that. And he doesn't have that incredible speed and moves that he's not going to get hit, which we know, you know. Well, so that's, um, yeah. that's the only thing. But I think you're right. I think that's an avenue of his game. And I know what you're referring to because there was a time where he needed to roll out on that one. That would have opened up a lot more, and he stayed there and got buried, you yep. know. He seems to get caught in the pocket too much. Like He doesn't have the – he doesn't have the footwork like in the pocket, if you know what I'm talking about. You know, and, like, and uh, I think he has... doesn't realize how good 13 was at that. Oh, yeah, no one. You know, yeah, I might put him number yeah, no one. one. Pocket yeah. presence uh, number one yeah. out of anybody that's ever played, yep. and yep. I, and two. Unfortunately, I don't think he has great pocket presence. No, not at all. So it's 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 you know it's funny that you did bring that up because um, yeah that's it's stark differences between the two. Um, but, you know, I do like a lot of things that I see. I always like his, his arm. He's got a very good arm. He can make all the throws pretty much. And, and he's accurate. You know, and, and we've he's seen accurate. that. And it's a, very, it's a very tight spiral, too, if you look at yeah, it. You yeah, know, it's a, it is. It's, it's a pretty a, ball. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a slow ball at all to the side, you know? No. I no, mean, it's not. Pennington. We, we, we moved through that year with Chad. And, you know, we, we cringed when he threw that out pattern, you know? It's definitely yeah. not. You know, he's got he's got gas on it. You know, the guy can throw. Yeah. I mean, he can throw. I don't know, understand why this guy is taking the abuse he's taken. I, I just don't understand it. It's just bizarre to me. Yeah. Probably a lot of scape scapegoatism there. Um, you know, I think internally, uh, for sure. And, uh, and and who knows what you know what went on as far as who was in his corner, who wasn't. And, you know, I think it stems from, from the owner. I mean, it just, you know, when you have... Yeah, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't help, yeah. It doesn't help. Yeah, I mean, because obviously, obviously if an owner, and not to rehash this again, but if an owner is traveling to meet a player, then you know if, if it gets to that point, you can just imagine the rumblings and everything that was going on inside all those weeks and months, right? I mean, yeah. if the guy's actually going to meet him, then, then it's, it's far more than just uh, uh, some mumbling. I mean, this was a major thing this kid had to deal with for a long time. And and it starts from up top, and so, yeah. you know, it's, it's going to trickle down. You know, oh, it's not you know, this is, far you know, this is from it. Itself, 
<laughs> oh, it's far from over. It's far from over, and, and I think we both know that if there's any closure in any way, shape, or form to the legal problems, uh, you know, this is going to get ridiculous. I think we both yep. know that. So, and we'll just have to play it out, I guess, and, and, and see where it goes. But, um, you know, this is the kind of thing, and I heard you change a little bit because you you have been very critical of, of Flores and, and, and the system, but you, you've said now, and I don't know if, this, if you still believe this, but you, you're under the impression now that basically you don't want to change because if there's a change, the people that are going to make the change, uh, what's the difference, kind of? That's why I don't have I don't care either way because yeah I don't I don't have any confidence that they would bring somebody better in you know and I'm sick of somebody's five year plan I, I can't deal with it anymore you know yeah I, I'm not a sea turtle I can't live that long you know yeah well what's going to be interesting is the way this schedule is set up. I think this is going to be very interesting because you're on a three game win streak right now and you are at yep. a very soft spot of the schedule. And the way this schedule plays out, you have four winnable games and then the last three get harder as they go on. And you know, those are very easily three loss games. So if you're able to you need to win three games to get to five hundred. But right. then it could end terribly. You could go on a big loss streak for the next three, because you know. Yeah, you, you, We've that? seen this team finish already. This team doesn't finish strong. Yeah, yeah. So if that's yeah. the case, then it's going to really be interesting when we start talking that you know about Flores and changes and stuff like that at the end of the year. Like right now, you see the tide turning, so people are kind of not changing their tune, not the not the real diehards. Because that's not going to change that, but but you start seeing a lot of fair weather and and people just quieting down and stuff like that, and maybe we overreact and and we'll see. I mean, you got Carolina and then the two New York teams, right? So uh, yeah, you know those you are all those winnable games. games. Yeah. Winnable. They're winnable, but they're losable too. So you know if you lose. Well, you know, if you lose them, then it's going to get real ugly. But let's say that they don't and they start playing good football. Then it's going to come down to those last three games. And it's New Orleans, and it's Tennessee, and then it's New England again. And, you know, I mean, those are obviously three powerhouse teams in the NFL from what we've seen going on. I mean, hey, New England's in first place right now. If that doesn't make you sick to your stomach, and you, you you don't have like a taste... You know, <laughs> coming up, uh, I you know I don't know what else to say. I, I mean, it's just not but long again, like enough, I said, right? Like, uh, you know, it, to me, the damage of the season has been done. You can't fix this yet. You know what I mean? This isn't fixable yeah. this year. You're not going to fix this season. You ruined it already. You can't start off one and seven and fix the year. I don't care if you win every other game. You'll ruin the season already. Yes, I agree. You know? So I agree, I but from this... I don't care if they win these meaningless games at the end. I, you know what I mean? I, look, you know, we're going to watch them, we're going to deal with them, but it doesn't change what they did already. You know, it doesn't change what they did already, but it's going to change how the season ends oh, and where I, do you I stand as far as a change. I got you. Yeah, I know. That's I my that point. Part. Yeah, no, I know. Well, I, I mean, understand that. 
But that's not really the right philosophy. Like, you know, the damage has been done already. So if you're going to, you know, if you're disappointed on, on what happened this year, the changes should be made regardless. But I know that's not how this operation works. No, but that's so not really true, that. though, is it? Is that really true, though? Because let's be honest, Rich, okay, that you, with what happened right now, right? Let's say they rolled off uh, another, uh, what is there, six games left in the year. Let's say they went, yeah. for argument's sake, 6-0. and oh. Uh, do you have you? I would think you have a completely different change of mind. Even if they go five and one, I mean five and one. That's maybe more impressive that you got out of this hole and you finished that way. Yes, yeah, as I, far you as know, keeping you, so you can't really say but, that. You know, the, 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 the building's been blown up already, though. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the playoff you, building you, has you, been you, built you, up. Yeah, yeah, I know. But what does that mean, though? You know what I mean? It means that if you're able to get out of this hole. They had a fairly decent year last year, record-wise. So if you're able to get out of this hole, I would think that would be a major endorsement towards this coach. If you were able to pull out a 1-7 and seven and end with a winning record of that magnitude? I mean, that would end at 9-8, nine and, nine and, uh, and 10-7. and seven. Gotcha, but, but the damage has been done already. So what That's not more impressive to you? Yeah, it's if they went on a... It's just like... You can't fix this year. That's my point. No, but I don't understand your point. You can't fix what? You can't fix the playoffs? Yeah, you're not going to go anywhere. You can't. You ruin the season. Doesn't like, oh, really make sense to me. You really can't. You can't. Like, you know, it's like if you fail, like, the first three quarters of a, of a college, you know, you know, if you're going to college and you fail the first three, the first semester. And then you come back in the you know the last quarter and you get A's. You still failed, and you're still not going to. I understand you know, where your philosophy is, but it's just yeah. I, I I think it's first of all I think it comes down to what your expectations were this year. Second of all, well, I, I think if like, I thought they'd be right around the ten win again, and I thought they you know they'd be in the playoff contention, and they weren't in either one. So well, I, I hate I to say opinion. it, Rich, but if 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 my if my theory came true, which I don't think it's going to, don't get me wrong, I don't think this is going to happen. But if they did do that and won out, they would have ten wins, yeah, and it would be a more ten impressive ten wins. wins. Ten, What's that? Ten and seven, and you wouldn't make the playoffs again. You know? Well, you don't know that you wouldn't make the playoffs because teams are sliding. But that would be, that to me would be a more impressive ten and seven than any other ten win season. It's not going to happen. But if that happened, yeah. that to me would be a lot more impressive by this coach than the, anything but, but else. Is, like, you know, the, you know, I know the, you keep the, saying the, that they the, failed, it's over, the building's blown up. But really, it's not blown yeah. up. Because I don't know what your expectations were, but they, that would certainly meet them. And if they went 10-7 and seven after being 1-7, and seven, that to me would be so much more impressive that this guy was able to do that. Than uh, maybe, I disagree with you about I disagree with you, but whatever, you know. It's not, I, don't, I agree with you on the first thing you said. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I got you. I don't think it is either. I'm not saying it is. Yeah. But if it yeah. did, you're saying that wouldn't be, I don't know. That To me, that would be extremely impressive, <laughs> extremely impressive if they were able to do that. I mean, that's something impressive that I don't because you didn't make the playoffs? Yes. Yeah, but every time I want them to make, wait, wait, but every time I want them to make the playoffs, you don't want them to squeak in, so that don't make sense either. 
I mean, I understand you want them to go 14-3 and three and dominate with home field advantage, but you're so far removed from that. You'd have to basically go back to 1992 before that was even in the cards. I mean, so... I never want to see them squeak in and get killed. Uh, I could deal without that, you know? Yeah. I'd rather them not make it and lose by eight touchdowns, you know? I don't need to do that. Well, hold your breath. I don't your know, wish will be granted. I got you. I know, we don't have to be either one of them. I got you. <laughs> Right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani, former linebacker with the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Dolphins Legends Show. You got Pat Catello, Rich Van Zandt coming at you. And uh, we'll bring you up to the Monday night football game tonight, which is uh, the Giants uh, at uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, uh, and just a reminder, you can catch us uh, right on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store and you can get our latest episodes delivered right onto your phone and send us any questions or comments. Pat Catello Show at yahoo.com. And, uh, you know, Rich, I think that if you look at 
different areas of the ball. I mean, I, I think that the defense has been playing very, very well, with the exception of that 62-yard pass breakdown. Um, you know, they, they've certainly been playing very well of late. Um, I, I would even venture to say that they are a dominant pass rusher or, or, or middle linebacker um, away from being an elite defense. But that's a big piece to fill. But uh, I think that that's obviously right. I mean, that's what they're you know. But it's a huge piece yeah. to fill. But like, if you had like a Khalil Mack or or, or somebody uh, you know, just a top echelon guy, this defense would probably um, excel to to the elite level. Um, but you know, when you look at Baker and 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 uh, some of the you know the the linebackers and 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 so, you know, it, it, obviously they have some lapses for sure. Uh, but I think that's playing well. This offense, though, um, at times, you know, can seem inept. But yeah, with that being many, said, many, yeah, well, I got you. Go ahead. First drive of every game is about the best I've seen in the last ten years of any team. So, uh, yeah, for the Dolphins, anyway. So explain that to yeah. me. Like every first drive that they've had has been phenomenal. Now, whether it's all scripted, uh, it's just it's it's almost always resulted in points, and a lot of times seven points, and uh, and then it just disappears. Maybe they take turns between the three offensive coordinators. Maybe whoever <laughs> you know is, is well, who's the, the first guy on the first one. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> you know yeah, you I mean, I think the CIA for that one. You know. Yeah. yeah good luck, right? I think yeah. it comes down to being scripted a lot and just having, you know, uh, the plays already to go and not a lot of ad-libbing and confident in that. I think it has a lot to do with it. It's just very confusing how the drop-off can be so extreme for the rest of the game. You know, you know what I never understood? Like, when a play works in the NFL, right, they never go back to it. You know, except, except pass play. They never go back to the same one. It's like, well, with the exception, with the exception, Rich, of a 2008 Wildcat, which we still can't get rid of. 20 years, I know. I, it's 15 yeah. years, I, and we're still well with dealing with I this. I mean, yeah. And it's so unoriginal. I mean, why is this still in the playbook? And, and, and know. you know. It's just it well, really it it kind of gets and he runs it up the middle. That's basically that's what it. it is. Nine out of ten yeah. times, that's all it is. What There's no what originality. Yeah, game is it's basically cats get up the middle for two. You know, that's what we look at it the whole year. You know. Yeah, the running game. Yeah, yeah it's just. That. I mean, I mean, I can imagine like a good like a good defense looking at this, and they must be laughing. Oh, when cats gets the ball, he's going to run up the middle. Well, there was a couple times when they ran outside, it was stopped, and then they they, they oh, ran uh, a decoy, and they were able to get a touchdown and some big plays after that. And I think I made a comment that, you know what, I'm surprised that this defense respected that that much to bite on that with this running game. Yeah. A good defense or a good team is not going to do that. They're just not no. going to overcommit to this, to this run. No. They're just not. Because there's no fear that they really can't stop it, and you're not going to get that 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 play with a good team or a good defense. You're just not. There, and it will you be, know, there's one thing you count on when when we're horrible is the Jets are worse. That's the only thing you that's, can count on. That's the one constant. Yeah, that, I always tell you that team is 
that, that team was the definition of a dumpster fire. It really and is. Don't problem. underestimate it because that's the one yeah. constant that you can always count on. As bad yeah. as it gets, the Jets are always worse. I mean, let's and face it, people. Yeah. Internally, it's even worse. Yeah, it's it's just you know people say you know you haven't won a Super Bowl, <laughs> you know it's the Nixon administration. They the last time they won a Super Bowl, there was not a man on the moon. <laughs> so no, you can always count. Was. Yeah, you can uh, always Jimmy count. Jimmy Hendrix was, <laughs> was on stage at Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, you could you, you, no. Jimmy Hendrix wasn't even on stage at Woodstock. Oh, that's yet. true. Yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> How about yeah, that? Yeah. You can always count on the Jets. It's the one constant yeah. in life for sure. There's no doubt about it. Now, looking at this, like offensively got a little bit better. They were able to, to do some things. Um, what what do you like and what do you not like that you see besides the, the main like offensive line obviously is struggling big time. But if you look at the key positions, I mean, receiver-wise, you're doing this with a lot of hurt guys, right? I mean – Preston yeah, we're, miss, we're missing our top two. We're missing, you know, our top, you know, two out of the top three guys, you know. And you know as well as I do, one of them's never going to play again on this yeah, team. Yeah, Will Fuller's never going to play. You're never going to see him. That, that's just like a mirage, you know. But I Absolutely. can't believe Parker has all these injuries over and over again. I mean, obviously, he's not going to be back next year after this, I don't think. You know. No, I don't think so either. I think this is this is yeah. the end of that. Yeah, I agree. So you, I think this is, and, and they're not going to be in the market for a receiver because they struck out with one this year. You know that. So it's, they're going to try to like pick one up in like the eighth round when there's only seven. You know, basically on the wire, waiver wire, it's going to be a disaster. You think they struck out? You think they struck out? What, you mean talking about Fuller? Or are you talking oh, about Fuller. Waddle? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no, I don't think they struck out with Waddle. I think they struck out with Fuller on the free agent market. Yeah. You know, they it, was, did. It, it was it was a terrible move. You know, this, and you're right. It's more than this the leave of absence thing. It's not just a finger. There's something going on here. Yeah, I definitely think there is. But, Russell Wilson's uh, back, quarterback, with, with a bigger surgery than this guy had. You know, and it yeah, there's afterwards. there's something you know more than it, um, and you know, it just didn't. It, 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 like you said, it just it didn't work out. But more so than that, you know, I, you know, you got to ask yourself. Um, I mean, there's guys that have stepped up. You can't deny that there are guys that have stepped up. Um, Matt Collins was the guy that you gave a lot of grief to, but um, but the guy can well, play. And he's, he on the field. I never gave him grief about being a receiver. I gave the team grief for making him a captain when he didn't even play. That's fair. It wasn't really. It wasn't necessarily directed at him personally. It just shows right. you how weird our team is. The guy doesn't yeah. start, but he's, he's the captain. That's my. Point. Well, that's very fair. That's very fair. Um, and now, I mean, he's obviously been playing very well. Um, you know, Preston Williams is is a guy who has had moments, but I think you're kind of seeing the end of that too. Um, it's just you know, it's down to uh, working out one or two touches a game. If he's yeah, in, if he's playing. Yeah, if he's playing and he can't stay healthy, you know. So, um, you know, yeah, I mean, there needs to be some kind of an upgrade, I guess. But, uh, but you know, I, all in all, I don't think that's been terrible. I think you have a bigger problem. I mean, you have, 
you have so many tight ends, right? I mean, that's your your tight end based offense. Our second biggest problem, other than the offensive line, is our running game. We don't have a we don't have a, a dominant running back. You know, I like Gaskin, but he's not your number one guy. You know, and they didn't address this the last two years when they could have. And they, they screwed that up bad. Yeah, I mean, Gaskin, I like Gaskin. I think he's a very good back. I wonder how much is the offensive line, too, though. Because if you don't have a guy like Derrick Henry or somebody of that size and caliber, I don't know that any normal back is going to do much. I know you love Najee Harris. I've watched him a lot. He's a nice player. But I don't think he's dominating on this line. I mean, he may do better than Gaskin does on on a whole. But I do not. Well, similar to Pittsburgh's line. It's a mess. No way. No way. No way. No way. That is the that is the stupidest comment you made. That's the stupidest comment you've made in ten years. You're comparing this offensive line to the line that that Pittsburgh has right now. That's an that's a ridiculous comment. Yeah, I know that you've had injuries, Rich. I watched them a lot, and I'm telling you right now, that line is so much better than this offensive line right now. For you to say that they are the same kind of line right now is ridiculous. That's what they say their major problems are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be, but that doesn't mean that their offensive line is anywhere near the caliber of the Miami Dolphins' offensive line. Because what they're used to, because what they're used to, is something that you haven't seen in 30 years. 30. Yes, I yeah. said 30. Well, they weren't so that you good keep... last year either. You know, Rich, you say they weren't that good, but for, for their oh, caliber of... Pouncey was hurt last year, and they're, they're, they haven't solved the center problems since he's been at gone. I understand, you know? Rich, but they when you talk about... Yeah. Rich, I mean, when you talk yeah. about what they're used to compared to what yeah. you are, it's not even in the same ballpark. Those guys are used to being the best offensive line in the AFC. They're used to going to playoff games deep and sometimes Super Bowls. I mean, it's it's not even in the same ballpark. This is one of the worst offensive lines that I've seen the Dolphins have in in so long. I mean, it's ridiculously bad. It just is. It's terrible. I mean, there's no, there's very few running backs that are going to shine on this line. And I say very few because there might be like two guys that could dominate. Other than the Gaskin, the rest are below average. You have to admit that. Yes, 100%. No doubt about it. Not not even a question. Yeah, I, I got you. No, you're right about that. But my point is, the offensive line is a bigger problem, probably, than the running backs in the running game. Well, I said the running backs number two. I said that. I said offensive line's number one, and the running backs number two issue. I think that if you don't solve that, though, you're not going to – if you get yourself a decent running back, I still think they're going to have problems there. They are. Unless you get a well, dominant, big-sized running back – you're well, not really going to be able to do much. You know, look, I got you, but okay, they go into the draft next year in free agency with the. Are they going to go out and get a big free agent guy to fix the offensive line? No, they're going to garbage pick somebody that's like towards the end of yeah. his career, maybe a veteran to come in, and maybe they'll take another first round pick, stab at an offensive line, and it'll be the same thing over and over again. 
You know, yeah. they make the same mistakes over and over and over again. You know, that's why it hasn't been fixed in a decade. Their formula stinks. Uh, you know, I, I've said it before. I think their formula, more than anything else, as far as t- getting talent and letting talent go, is their bigger problem. Because there's been a lot well, of talent here in the last ten years. Look at the offensive line wise, right? Just look yeah. at what they do every year. They like I think the two guys they signed this year they cut. Freeze. Yeah. I'm almost at least one, one of them. them. One of them. You know, one of them they and, did. But that happens all the time, right? How many times have we signed somebody in offseason the last? decade and they didn't even make it to the first game. Yeah. I agree. But, but I, I, like I said, the lower level cheaper guys that it, that's going to happen with. You know? They're getting these guys that are older beat up and, you know. And, you know, and I, I think whoever the offensive line coaches thinks also. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's a coaching a, problem for sure. Yeah, this isn't a cohesive, you know, group. No, I, I think there's a, for sure there's a problem, you know. Um, I'm just saying, like, if I look at talent that's been on this team just in the last, you know, uh, five, six years, seven years, you know, five, six years even, there's been a lot of talent that's been on this team. And you've let a lot of it go because you didn't handle it right. You know, I think that that's my point, you know. Like, I, I look around and, you know, um, you have such offensive line problems. I mean, there's no doubt about that, you know. But, you know, and I understand, you know, you got compensation for it, which we've talked about, but it's what you do with it. But, um, you know, I thought Juwani James was a really good uh, offensive lineman, and, and maybe that goes a different way if you stay there. Um, you can't argue that Punzel is one of the better offensive linemen in football. Now, yeah, you traded him. You got a lot there. But my point is you still have a very big problem with this offensive line, right? So, um, you, you know, you – you know, it just seems like it's not a priority. Um, but maybe some of these guys that they drafted will turn into something. Like, I, I have a hard time thinking that, that Liam Eichenberg is not going to become a very good offensive lineman. I think he is. I think he's taking right. a little bit longer. You know, I, I just think, you know, not every rookie offensive lineman is jumping in there and dominating from the jump. It's just not happening, no, you know? Happen. No, it doesn't happen. So I think he'll be better. Um, and then I think, you know, you drafted Austin Jackson high. Uh, Austin Jackson had a, has had a hard time uh, at tackle and then moved to guard. You have some injuries. You know, a guy like that might settle in. So he might be pretty good, too. Robert Hunt has certainly had a lot of problems, right? I mean, he's certainly had his yep. fair share of problems this year. And center's been, uh, you know, almost a revolving door. So, um, you know, I think you're suffering a lot of that right now. And maybe if you get another piece or two in there, these guys could certainly be something. But my point is, they need to start staying true to what they have and giving it time to flourish and not breaking it up all the time. I mean, we went through offensive linemen. I mean, I have this problem, you know, I, I, I've said it. If you look at all the guys that they've drafted, there's been some darn good talent there. From Jarvis Landry, you know, uh, you know, Kenyon Drake, maybe not a superstar, but he's certainly better than any running back you have on your team right now. And, you know, you, you, right? I mean, you know, you go through, uh, I think Balazs is even playing in the, in, in, in the league still. I see yeah, him, I like the other. He started with yeah. Yeah, so um, uh, he starts for Pittsburgh? Well, he's in a lot, yeah. I don't know if he starts, starts, but he's in a lot. So that's a really good example right there. 
Um, yeah, I mean that's that's a really good example right there. You know, there, there, there's been, you know, there's there's guys that have made talent. You know, the Igmanogany. That's that's a strange one to me because he's drafted so high and the guy never plays. I don't know what he did that he's not active. I mean, he's not active, Rich. The guy's not even on special teams. He's not active. But then when they do yeah. activate him, I'm not saying he. I love his play, but i got to be honest with you, I don't really see a major difference with, between his play and a lot of these other guys that get burned like crazy. I mean, I, the Coleman's and, and you know, uh, you know the, was, the, the list goes on. That game that he had to step in this year, well, he was awful. He's he played more bad. than the one game. He played a few, uh, and, you know, he got burned on that one in London. But, you know, I can show you how many times, you know, you see, uh, you know, you see Coleman get burned, like, ridiculously. Eric Rowe, I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, well, what, what, are, what are you looking at here? You, you know as well as I do. If you see one more time, if I got to see uh, – um. Uh, what's his name? Get get burned well, because somebody, I just. If somebody does not dress like that, you know, if somebody doesn't dress that, usually means that they can't comprehend the playbook. You know, if they're not there, that means that they, they can't like learn the schemes. That's usually what that means. But Richie played last year every game. I don't know. What I mean, what's, what could there's have changed so distressing? There's something going on there. There's something yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, it's just strange. There. I mean, like Needham. Like Needham. How many times I got to look at Needham get burned? I just, I mean, the guy's I, I, play is ridiculous. Saying, and, that's, and, and Jones. Somebody does not dress and fly with the team, Pat. They're doing something so atrocious in practice that they're they're ticking everybody off. Yeah, I guess so. All right, last break. We'll come back, wrap it up right after this. Hi, this is former Miami Dolphin Jim Crash Jensen, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back. Pacatello Rich Van Zandt as we come to the final stretch here and we'll take you up to that Giants uh Tampa Bay Bucks Monday night football game and uh just a reminder that if you uh have any questions or comments concerning the Duke Johnson fan club, please uh address <laughs> them to Rich Van Zandt. Hey, I got a uh, I got a, a big announcement. Today is the ninth anniversary of a monumental moment in the NFL history. Butt fumble? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I got it. That's funny. Yeah. Nine years. Nine years tonight. Nine yep. years. Wow. Remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> Made the dessert that much sweeter. Falling off the couch laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. That was so fantastic, that moment. <laughs> the food really you know hit the a spot that night. I was. I was such a big Mark Sanchez fan. <laughs> wow. Nine years. They had that work out for you, Jeff, man. Oh, the Sanchez. Boy. Oh, Trade boy. Up that Unbelievable. <laughs> it's gotten worse. It's gotten worse. They take yeah. him in a heartbeat. It's gotten yeah, a lot worse, true. believe me. Now, uh, you know... I have to mention, um, as we was, 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 we go around the league, because there was uh, you know, some real interesting games and stuff. This has been a very, very strange year. I mean, this is the most inconsistent year. Teams that look like powerhouses now can't find their their footing. Uh, I mean, it's just it's so strange how teams dominate one week and then they lose the games that they're major favorites on the next week. Yeah, for sure. Um, the biggest collapse I've seen in years. But before we do, I got to mention, and in that very game, I told you about this kid. Uh, you know, I've been talking about him, and I don't think you realize how good he is, but Jonathan Taylor, the running back for the Colts, he's now put himself in MVP status. Like, he's definitely yeah, going to be a candidate if he could finish this off, um, you know, for the MVP. I mean, the guy now, he's got 1,122 yards, which is the first in the NFL, and he's got 1,300, uh, 13 touchdowns which is also first in the NFL. And this week, he had 185 yards and five touchdowns, four on the ground and one in the air. And he's like, that's like a short list. There's only like maybe, you know, less than 10 guys that had, yeah, had five in a game. Yeah. But he also set an NFL record. He tied an NFL record. First guy to go over 100 yards every game with a touchdown in like the last, I think, wow. seven or eight games. So this kid's really, really good. But I, I overheard people talking, and he had some injury problems in, in college, and that was a concern coming in. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how true that was, but I guess to what – because he was drafted in the second round. I mean, you always talk about Najee Harris. I mean, this was a guy that you could have this guy well late in the second round. They could have had him. They, they picked nine guys ahead of him. So um, they miss you know, this, this kid looks – Like I said – they thought they were going to get that guy from North Carolina, and the Broncos jumped up ahead of us. Yeah, yeah. Remember? You know, yeah, and we both wanted him bad. That seemed like such an obvious – yeah. They had no and I was shocked, too, because I thought, I thought that the Broncos were looking quarterback. I thought they were trying to yeah. do something there, so that that was very surprising. But, but, uh, but, yeah, so I guess let's start like where you said, which is – yeah. You know, it, 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 it's, it's great, but it's also aggravating in, in a sense because, um, you know, Buffalo Bills, are uh, since they played us, I mean, they are on just an absolute spiral downward. 
They get blown out by yeah. Indianapolis, 41-15. Um, but what this does is the Jaguars it co- 9 to 6. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. It uh, it opens up the door for the New England Patriots and they've not walked through it. They've ran through it, man. They are yeah. now in first place in this division and um they are on a win streak and it is just the kind of thing that uh it's just so aggravating. I mean, they're seven and four. You never would have thought the Bills are six and four. You, you know, you, who would have thought that this this slide was going to happen as bad as it did for the Bills? I mean, they just they look terrible. And the Frank Reich yeah, thing yeah, is something. I, you know, I hate both teams the same way. It's, yeah, you know, yeah, it's mixed I, I emotions. Get a little bit of satisfaction against the Bills, you know, falling apart. If they're getting sickening. They it's get sickening. Yeah. I know. And this is like the worst. It just. Uh, it's yeah. rough. I mean, it really is. I uh, I, I'm having a hard time with it. I really yeah. am having a hard time with it. And of course, New England, twenty-five nothing. Not that Atlanta's super, but um, you know, yeah. it's just it's just it's a continuation that that just keeps going, and it, it's very aggravating. Um, well, I think we have to we have to address the elephant in the room about yeah. what happened yesterday. Don't we have to address this this nonsense with the Jets that we went through yesterday? Oh. Well, you can you can, you can say it from I guess yeah I mean if if you want to yeah I mean, yeah you want to say so, uh, from a team standpoint we had I tickets, guess we had tickets yesterday everybody out there you know well, to the Jets and uh, you know we, we're in the stands and you know the seats came with armbands that you could go into the you know into the suite and have drinks and food or whatever and we were informed that we could not get an armband if we wore dolphin apparel inside that we were not allowed inside with dolphin apparel, and that they were going to give us white T-shirts to cover our dolphin apparel. So, you know, anybody who's listened to this show for a while knows my personality, that that was never going to work. <laughs> yeah. But this is what it's come down to with this petty, low-class organization of the New York Jets now that <laughs> you can't go into certain spots in the stadium. I mean, this is a precedent that should not be allowed. You know, the yeah, I've said, have been stop this crap. I mean, that, that's yeah, just, I, it's just getting ridiculous. You know, I've said all along with you know, it, it, it kind of just it depicts the type of organization, and the Jets are at the bottom of the barrel from the from the top down, and uh, and it just kind of it, it 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 festers, and and I got to be honest with you, like you know, when you look at the classy organizations are the one, I think you have that problem when you have more. Uh, opposing fans, uh, as you know, then you have your own fans a lot of times as a concern. And it's not to say that our organization is too much above this, because there are organizations uh, we've said time and time again is on oh, a yeah. very similar plane. It's ridiculous. Rebates, but I, I would not condone them doing the same thing. No way. I, I agree. And uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, and it just, you know, it just as comes down I to. Jet, as much as I dislike Jet fans, I would not. Condone them doing the same thing to them, you know. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. It's just, you know, absolutely and, ridiculous. yeah. And like, and seriously, I mean, anybody who knows me knows that there is no chance in hell that I'm ever going to put a white T-shirt on my alpha member yeah. to walk into yeah. something. And that's, I don't care if you're giving out bags of gold in there; it's not going to happen. There might be crappy enough. hot dogs. You know? yep. No doubt about it. Now, and, and um, just you know. It just goes to show you, though, it's just, you know, it gets worse and worse. And then the other thing is, this clown that they have on the big screen every two minutes, 
you know, trying to, like, rev up the crowd. Let's go. We've got this. I mean, what is that garbage? Can we watch the game without this nonsense? Again, I think well, it's I think just that. Uh, game with Leon or something like that. Where do they find these people? It's just indicative of where you're at as as a team. I mean, they're one of the worst teams in football, obviously. Firing every third down, and then and Fireman Ed made a comeback. They got him so high up that I think the blimp could hit him where he is, where he's doing his chant. <laughs> and it seems like nobody pays attention to this guy anymore. I mean, it's really sad to watch. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. And he used to sit on his brother-in-law's shoulders, and now his brother-in-law steadies him. He's like the bookend, so firemen that can lead against them because they're both getting too old. <laughs> they're still doing the same nonsense. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you the, can't make it up. And, the thing's know, on the shoulders. They get all these replacement uh, clowns now. You know, <laughs> Captain Jet now. I mean, anybody seen this guy on TV? He's like 117 years old with a couple missing teeth with a plastic plane on his hat. And now there's like Jetman. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy with a cape. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a way, we saw the the Jolly Green Giant was there yesterday with a Klecko for the Hall of Fame ripped up shirt on. <laughs> that was a that was a classic. We didn't see that. That was an outfit. That was an outfit and a half. <laughs> it really was. It really was. <laughs> no doubt about uh, it. Really, you know, I think we had more Dolphin fans there yesterday. I think there, there was really, a lot of Dolphin fans. If it wasn't there was. more, it was real close. You know? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. They 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 came out in droves. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Now, as far as bad franchises are concerned, the Lions lose another one. I mean, they just cannot win a game. Thirteen ten, Cleveland. They just cannot win a game. You got to feel for them. I mean, it seems like they have, you know, they they have heart and they come out fighting. They just can't win a game. That's a cursed organization. You know, and it is bad and everything, but you know, I think the league has to step in and take this game away from them for Thanksgiving. I mean, why should the whole country have to suffer to watch this team play on Sundays, on Thursdays, you know? Well, you got three games now, though. I don't need to watch the Lions anymore. It's it's really painful. It's just like the whole the whole country gets punished. This crap well, organization, probably, they don't deserve it. If you live there, it's, prob- it. it's probably one you know? of the, you know, the things that they only have to look forward to if you live there, right? It's probably a tradition. I mean, it's it's a depressed area. So I, I guess, guess you know maybe for those people yeah. that's a big thing. You're gonna just you know to take away. Um, yeah, I feel for them know. too, but I don't shouldn't have to pay for it every year. What do you pay I mean, for? You really want to watch the the what do you pay Chicago? for? What do you pay for? By that time, you've eaten so much. <laughs> you're like catatonic uh, on a couch. Well, what what are you paying for? Uh, What's that? Bad. It's bad. What are you paying for? Again. What, what are you paying for? for? You're probably still sleeping. Terrible. What are you paying for? You're not paying for not. You know, you know as well as I do. You're, you're gonna get your Brady then. You're, you're gonna, you know, what you're gonna get. You want to give them the choice. Careful what you wish for. Careful what you wish for. Just, just keep that in mind. Should be. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And who do you want to give it to? Yeah, but you know what? That's what I'm trying to say. You know what rotating it's gonna do. You know what that's going to bring. So, you just be careful what you wish for. And also, my friend, 
the nine-year anniversary. Where did that take place? Where did it take place? Where did it take place? Was it or was it? Was it Dallas? Where was it? It was a night game. It was against New England. No, that was New England? It was the 8 o'clock game against New England, yeah. But Fumble was New England? Yes. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't remember that anyway. And it it was the 8 o'clock game. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying you still have an 8 o'clock game. You have three games. Yeah, but the Lions Lions are always And the Thursday night game. What's that? Yeah, the Lions are always 12.30. Which you don't see anyway. Until the third quarter, maybe. Maybe. Maybe maybe one eye is open at halftime. Maybe. That's not true. Maybe. Maybe maybe you got a glimpse. (laughs) Come on. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? (laughs) Oh, boy. So it it is what it is. What can I tell you? But, uh, all right. So I guess this is the best time as ever. Wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. And, uh, we will, uh, have the Carolina game and we'll recap that and see if this win streak continues. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.